0: drop the subject the new channel Q how you feeling is your mouth calmed down a little bit
1: uh, it's more in my chest that's burning now like my <laughs> mouth there's like remnants of it burning in my mouth
0: it's like when you eat something like when I eat 90% of my food it's too hot to eat but I'll eat it anyway yeah. and then I can feel the hot food going down my esophagus and into my stomach
1: I'm realizing for anyone listening to the podcast no clue what we're talking about well just to, to drop the just to
0: catch you up. We did some crosstalk with The Morning Beat, with Jay and Michaela, and they had a little surprise for us. When they went to Vegas, they were able to pick up some of the hottest jerky known to man. It is made by the Carolina Reaper, which is a guy who breeds the hottest peppers ever. So, what we it ate... the Carolina
1: the- Reapers in Las Vegas? <laughs> well, his jerky's everywhere. Yeah. Okay. So, we tried it, and you were crying. I wasn't crying. You were definitely I crying. I didn't cry, but, like, I, I saw tears. De- that's not true. But, like, they were pretty close. Like, that was very hot. And now it's just like the heat is just moving all the way through. And I'm hoping it doesn't go all the way through, if you know what I'm saying. Oh,
0: I see. Yeah, maybe in 45. Coming up in 45 exactly. minutes, Jared's yeah. going to be in the men's bathroom. <laughs>
1: yeah. Burning his way through uh, some Carolina jerky.
0: Well, I do think that at some point, not in the very, very near future, but I think at some point, really, really hot foods are going to replace coffee to wake people up in the morning. <laughs> It's going to happen. Mark my words. I'm saying it now. (laughs) It's going to happen.
1: The robots are going to take over and we're going to open up our days with peppers.
0: Yep. Just a shot of Tabasco to wake us up.
1: Yikes. Okay.
0: We have an exciting show lined up. Of course, we do have to trump around today because some crazy stuff happened last night and is continuing into today. Yeah. Uh, We're going to talk about self-care and it's all the rage and it's now migrating over towards men finally. Men are practicing self-care where I think a lot of people, a lot of men felt like they couldn't before yeah. for some some reason, so we'll cover that. We also have Just the Tip Tuesday. What are the things that you still talk to your mom about or the things that you still ask your mom? And then, I'm always amazed with you, Jared, especially on weeknights. You are very active. You went out and did stuff last night, and you, what did you do? What were you were you paneling, um, paneling?
1: I No, I didn't panel or, or moderate. Um, I, a friend of mine who's a singer, he's a really great singer from New York, he's been on Broadway and has an album that just came out. He um, is touring with India Re right now and so he flew into LA last night and it was like a very short notice like hey I'm gonna be in town this evening uh, what are you doing so
0: oh, that's always tough when it's a last yeah. minute well it was like 3 like,
1: o'clock and he was getting here at 530 and uh, I was like uh, okay so then he came over to the house and we, um, we have a mutual friend and so like all of us ended up going out to dinner but like we didn't even get to dinner until 830 and so I was like oh wow. this is gonna be a late night so we ate we had really really great you know conversation catching up and all that um, and then we when we went back to my house, and so he ended up staying on the couch at my house. And so, you know, we're up super late watching videos. And, you know, once you turn video, uh, YouTube onto the television, the night's just going to be. Did gone. you go
0: to music videos? Or well, YouTube videos. We in It was
1: YouTube videos and like or Instagram videos up on the Apple TV. Like you're just going to be up all night. So like we well, did as, that. Yeah.
0: As soon as someone's like, have you seen the grape stomping video? It's
1: just not it ever going to end. Yeah.
0: You're just like, going to continue on until daylight.
1: Well, you're going to laugh for 20 minutes because the grape stomping video, there's just such good sound in there. And
0: then the <laughs> one that you showed me. <laughs> Which one? Of that woman falling off the table. Was that you? Oh, oh no, she's it was standing Ryan.
1: up on the table singing, yes. and she, like, falls up. Oh, yeah. Scarlet Takes a Tumble. Yes,
0: Scarlet Takes a which Tumble. Which
1: was, like, probably one of the very first, like, really viral videos for me in college. Uh-huh. Um, so we're doing that, and then it's, like, 11.55, and I'm like, you guys, I really have to go to bed if I'm going to get up at any kind of reasonable hour. So I go in my room. I, I lay down and go to bed. And, like, as I'm starting to lay down, I hear them, like, you know, like, shuffling around or whatever. And so then... I'm lying down and I'm just kind of like thinking and looking at the ceiling and starting to to fade. And mind you, the story is not going to get funny, so be prepared. Okay. But I'm lying down, (laughs) staring at the ceiling. I have my drum
0: set. I know, right?
1: Exactly. You have your rim shot ready. Um, But then I start hearing someone screaming outside. Oh, like what kind of screaming? Like, like shrieking, bloody murder screaming, (sighs) like running down the street like, saying, please, please, help me, help me, Uh-oh. leave me alone, leave oh, me no. alone, and I'm like, oh, my God, and, like, we live in L.A., right, there's all kinds of things that happen outside, you you live in Calabasas, so it's a little bit quieter, I'm sure, but, like, you live in L.A., like, you're used to hearing, like, crazy things outside all the time.
0: Yeah, no, what I hear is coyotes eating a carcass, oh. and the animal is not yelling, help me. I, well, <laughs> right, just
1: whimpering, right? So, I... I'm like, I'm kind of like my ears are perked up because it sounds like a woman who's running like, and I'm like, okay, trying to figure out, do I say something or do I not? And then I'm like, I, it keeps going and it keeps going. And then I get up and I'm like, I start to put on clothes and I, I go out into the living room and I'm like, do you hear what I'm hearing? Like, and he was like, absolutely. So then I'm like, I'm not the like, let me go outside kind of person. But I was like. I have to go out there. Well, I went outside. I was like, what's (sighs) happening out here? And like, by the time I got outside, like there was nothing. It was like silent. And so I texted my friend. I was like, did you hear like what happened? Am I going the wrong direction? Like he's like, no, it just stopped really suddenly. And it freaked me out because I was like, oh my God, what just happened? And like, we've had plenty of conversations about the police. Like, I'm not a big fan of police. And so I see a police car, but he's like driving really slowly. And I ask him like, did you guys get called? Like, what happened? And he's like, yeah, we have like four units out. We've been getting calls. And so like, my thing is like, in those moments, like you live in a big city where all kinds of crazy things are happening all the time. You're like, do you call someone? Do you go outside? What are you supposed to do? And then I spent the whole night thinking, like, where is this woman? Like, what happened to her? Where did she go?
0: I was in a situation where uh, someone called the cops when I was getting uh, mugged on a street. Oh, my God. And then I also had another situation where I called the cops because somebody was getting accosted on a street.
1: It's just terrifying. So it's, and, like, yeah, I woke ca- up this morning thinking, like, where is that woman? Like,
0: Yeah. And But then you also have to think, like, what if nobody because there's also cases where nobody will call the police and then the person will get away with what they did you know so it's it's a tough question
1: because you don't want to put yourself at risk as well right yeah. yeah we'll take a quick break when we come back donald trump has had a big moment and this might be the one that's up next
2: drop the subject we'll be right back the new channel q drop the subject the new channel q
1: All right, so that was Rihanna, Only Girl in the World. Um, If you haven't checked out her new Savage Fenty line, um, they have this awesome fashion show that's on Amazon Prime right now. If you have Prime Video, you can check it out. It's super inclusive, it has every kind of body type, every skin tone, uh, and some big stars in it, so make sure to check that out. Um, Okay, Allie, you've heard about Donald Trump. You
0: constantly Um, remind me.
1: I just... Listen, if I have to be reminded, I feel like everyone else should, too. Um, He's apparently still president of the United States, and last night, an S-storm really took hold. It's time for Trump Around.
0: There are so many whistles being blown. It's just whistle, whistle, whistle. I feel like I'm watching a soccer game.
1: Well, uh, (laughs) Well, hopefully we'll get to the... Go I don't
0: know if that really worked You have to go
1: Go I don't know if that worked But it felt like it might have In the moment Um, Okay (laughs) So Last night uh, Late here on the On the west coast And even later I guess On the east coast uh, There was a story that came From the Washington Post uh, I think it was like 11.30 last night Or something like that On the east coast uh, before or
0: after the lady screamed?
1: Let me tell you. Before, way before. Okay. Um, and Donald Trump's uh, whistleblower scandal, we've been talking about this for about a week now, where there's someone within the administration who went to the director of national intelligence and said, hey, uh, I saw this thing happen. It's a big deal. And, you know, I, I'm blowing the whistle. And that has kind of spiraled into uh, the director of national intelligence not reporting it the way that he was supposed to to Congress. Uh, and. And that kind of sets off a, a chain of events that, you know, really kind of puts us in a space that we haven't really been in before.
0: Right. And we kind of we didn't know what it was exactly. And then it was like, OK, now we know that it's about a call to a foreign leader. Then we realized there later was on promise. that it that, it, that it, there was some kind of a promise. Then we realized that it was Ukraine. Right. That we were talking about. Which oh, that was you, over the weekend. Usually hear uh, things relating to Russia, but now Ukraine has gotten involved. Right. And then now we know a little bit more about how he was withholding funds in so, return for asking for some admi- information or yeah.
1: investigation. So I'll just, I'll give you this as it breaks down um, from CNN. It says, President Donald Trump attack, asked his acting chief of staff, Mick Mulvaney, which, I mean, such a good name. Mick Mulvaney, he sounds like a villain in a movie. like He does. On. Or um, like
0: a really bad sitcom. Yeah,
1: exactly. <laughs> with Mulvaney. Exactly. Um, that he asked his chief of staff Staff, Mick Mulvaney to put a hold on millions in military aid to Ukraine roughly one week before a call with the Ukrainian president in which he pressured the country to investigate former Vice President Joe Biden's son. Um, so basically, we were going to be sending $400 million. Um, it says later on, Trump had ordered a hold on nearly $400 million of military and security aid to Ukraine at least a week before the call in question. Um, in this call, he... You know, is trying to do some political bidding where he's trying to get dirt on on Joe Biden uh, for the sake of the election. Now,
0: is, the, is I know that I was reading about there being ties to the Ukraine with Hunter Biden, but I yeah. don't know that any, like nothing got proved like, I guess I'm still a little unclear as to when that started and For, what that exactly is. I
1: know a little bit about it, but I am by no means an expert on it. But from what I understand, uh, Hunter, uh, Joe Biden's son, has worked in the Ukraine with some kind of an oil company or something there, Got I believe. Oh, okay. um, but I, I don't I don't want to misreport those facts, but that's what I understand it to be. But it seems um, like
0: it would be something to where Donald Trump would be like, this is horrible and we need to investigate exactly. and uncover all this dirt right. you know, and about the irony, this person just because he has business there.
1: Well, the irony of like Donald Trump talking about have, uh, corrupt children like, you know, I mean, it's yeah, pretty like rich. Or like
0: having his own personal things to gain from dealings with other countries. Uh, exactly.
1: Right. It's very, very rich. Um, it says, uh, Trump, who was in the middle of a broad review of foreign aid programs when he singled out Ukraine specifically this summer, was primarily concerned with, quote, corruption in, U- in Ukraine and Europe, shouldering more of the financial burden of supporting Ukraine's defense. So this is this is kind of wild because he singled out this country after not really, you know giving to about them. Um, right. the, pro- the big problem now is Republicans in Congress are going to have to figure out how to respond to this. And it's even more difficult for Nancy Pelosi because this is something where people are like, if you don't impeach him on this, what will you ever impeach him on? Because this is a a really significant violation of using the military and uh, taxpayer dollars, like four hundred million dollars in military aid to another country, and like withholding it from a country that needed it for your own political for your own gain. political gain. Yeah,
0: and he admitted to
1: it. I mean he's like He's basically to like it Yes I
0: did freeze the funds but I think w- there's that there's this nothing wrong be with it If I did
1: do it You know he, does, yeah. he always has this pattern of denial And then saying I didn't do it But if I did It wouldn't be a problem And then saying I did do it and So this is his pattern But we're gonna see what happens All the players
0: are looking At the soccer coach right now Like what the hell what That was a do? foul man Exactly foul. Absolutely
2: Blow the whistle <laughs> Drop the subject We'll be right back The new Channel Q drop the subject the new
0: channel q Jarrett, you remember the man can
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh is that the the white wine yes,
0: yes, yes that yes. was the man it's but it's white wine in a can but it cannot be for women it's only for men and that it's the man can
1: and also from the same a fragile uh, men who brought you uh, uh, war paint,
0: war paint, and the makeup bronzer and for me. Dude
1: can dude, dude wipes. Oh, that's right. The dude wipes guy hates me.
0: So, yes, he does. <laughs> that's, that's, a, that's a gentle reminder. Exactly. For you. Well, there is a new kind of man can, and it has to do with what we're talking about today, which is how self care is now reaching the male population. They're starting to feel more and more comfortable doing self, practicing self care, but it's only because of this man can. Jarrett, this okay. is an actual paint can oh, that ha- contains, like, facial masks for men.
1: Oh, is that what's in there?
0: Yes. It's a man can so, that looks for, like a paint so can. You got,
1: right, I was going to say, it looks like a paint can. It's like a very shiny, nice paint can. Yeah. But it says the man can in the plainest, most uninspired text I've ever seen. Um, and I guess you're supposed to, like, take a big paintbrush and, like, paint this on your face. so extra.
0: Contains one bar of manly soap, extremely spicy shaving gel. <laughs> it can't just be regular shave gel. It's got to be spicy. Of course. A very masculine bay rum oil, a really scratchy body mitt, and one jar of <laughs> Does fishermen... it say really scratchy? Yes. <laughs> one awful. really scratchy body mitt and one jar of fisherman hand butter. That was... fisherman's hand butter so they want to make it very very clear that even though you're taking care of yourself you are not an you, effeminate you're not
1: doing anything person. that could be confused with like being a bitch that's what they're doing
0: yeah to be a little bitch you don't want to little be a little bitch, bitch who's just like you know I mean according to this article
1: sorry kids sorry kids <laughs>
0: Sorry, all. Uh, yeah.
1: The children that are listening. If
0: you're, if you're a bunch of children listening to this. You then should be in school. More power to you. Uh, one of the uh, founders and directors of Green Psych- of the Green Psychiatry Center is speaking on this issue and saying that a lot of men, when they think of self-care, they quite frankly imagine a woman in a bubble bath with a glass of champagne and they don't feel like that's manly. <laughs> So they think that if they're taking time for self-care, they're losing productivity, time from work, and that goes against what society tells us is masculine. I wrote this
1: post on Facebook probably a year or two ago saying that I believe all straight men are just a little bit jealous of gay men. Yeah, not because we get to sleep with hot guys, not because of any of the other like gay stuff, but because I think gay men are allowed a pass to be emotional, to be thoughtful, and take care of themselves, to do all these other things that like straight men look at as like you know effeminate or you know whatever else. And so this kind of thing, like, sure, girl, like buy a paint can full of facial goo. Uh, Ginger Justin, would you buy a paint can full of Uh, facial goo and put it on as opposed to like something from Oil of Olay
3: Uh, I wouldn't buy a paint can full of anything <laughs> I'm not that kind of guy. I okay. guess I fall like somewhere in between, but I think that's just kind of uh, no offense, any straight guys listening. But I think if you fall for that, it's kind of just you're an idiot. Yeah, you're, you're just p- falling into yeah. the,
0: the marketing scam. But, Ginger Justin, you're somebody who overworks, I would say. You're somebody who hasn't taken a day off in a very long time. What do you do for self care? Because this is something that, you know, it affects men and women and you have to be able to take time for yourself. If it's not buying a man can, then what do you like to do?
1: Then
3: what could you possibly be doing? I mean, I guess the problem (laughs) with... pause, Jesus. Well, the problem with having no time is you don't have time to do things.
0: Yeah, but that's the point of self-care is that you make time for yourself to take care of yourself.
1: When is the last time you, like, I don't know, like, really just paused to, like, enjoy a movie by yourself or a show or...
0: A sunset, a but that s- makes you gay, so...
1: Well, exactly, clearly. Um, or, I don't know, like, did anything that was like, hey, I just really need to take a break for a minute. When's the last time you did that?
3: Hmm, I guess on... I try to on weekends, but okay. then sometimes I get sucked into working anyways my problem is i'm not a workaholic i'm not like the type of person who's just oh i need to work i'm not doing yeah. anything i need to work this job uh, has just, a lot of things yeah. that literally have to get done i would love to just unplug every weekend and just leave it all at the door and come back monday and get back to it but a lot of it is time sensitive would
1: sarah agree with you or would she say that you're a workaholic
0: it's a uh, good indicator
3: a little bit of both yeah uh-huh.
0: Well, you know what? Step one of being a workaholic is admitting that you're a workaholic.
1: I mean, it is. Yeah, absolutely. It
0: works if you work it, Ginger Justin.
1: <laughs> we got to take a quick break when we come back. Piers Morgan is in deep doo-doo over the way that he. Did I just say deep doo-doo?
0: Yeah, I enjoyed that.
1: Over the way that he misgendered Sam Smith and then ranted about it. You don't want to miss it. Piers Morgan is the ultimate D-bag.
2: Drop the subject. We'll be right back the new Channel Q. <laughs> Drop the subject. The new Channel Q. All
0: right. Drop the subject, Allie and Jarrett. And uh, still lots to come on the show. News It or Lose It is on deck. But thought we'd chat about something that happened recently with Pierce Morgan interviewing Sam Smith. And this is actually something that I, uh, not a similar situation, but there was a misgendering issue at the Emmys as well uh, with India Moore, Mm. where a reporter was talking to them, and I think used the she/her pronouns, Mm -hmm. and it was kind of a thing. I couldn't find the audio anywhere, but it was kind of a a story that was making the rounds. And I was thinking to myself, like, you know what, this stuff is probably going to come up. Like, people are probably going to misgender or use the wrong pronoun. It's a learning experience for a lot of people to say they instead of he or she. But what happened with Pierce Morgan is different for a couple of reasons. Right. When I read Pierce Morgan misgender Sam Smith, similar situation where he just it was a slip of the tongue, he used the wrong pronoun and, you know, just you kind of apologize, you say oopsie, I I'm trying to get better at this and you move on. But then he went on a rant. Yeah, so about it.
1: I think it's important to... Sorry, I I don't know why, but I feel like the beef jerky just showed back up again. Do you want some more? Well, it's not like hot. It's just like I'm still like... I don't know. My body's still like, oh, what happened? Um, So, sorry. Wait, hold on. Okay. All right. There we go. Uh, We have a lot of straight people that listen to Channel Q, and I think it's important to highlight like straight people that or people that do not fall underneath the LGBTQ umbrella, um, however they identify. And I think it's important to say to all of those folks, like misgendering is not like inherently, you know, homophobic or transphobic or something like we all do it. And we're all like, and many of us are trying to be better about it because, you know, Sam Smith announced this a week or two ago that he identifies as non that, excuse me, that they identify as non-binary. i Just did it again. Um, And so it takes some time to adjust. And so there's grace and appreciation and respect for people that are trying to make make it better.
0: Yeah, because at least the intention is not to harm or hurt anybody's feelings. It's simply coming from a learning curve. And I don't think Sam Smith
1: is upset if someone mistakenly says he instead of they. Like, they know that this takes some time for people to adjust to. But Piers Morgan is like I said always just such a D-bag for no reason um he was talking about the Brit Awards because the Brit Awards announced that they are Brit Awards are kind of like our our Oscar slash Grammy kind of thing are like, you sure it's
0: not our version of like the Critics Choice Awards no,
1: no like, Okay. the Brit Awards are like they're like they're our like they're Oscar they're like our okay. big thing over there um and so uh, the Brit Awards have announced that they are are kind of looking into removing gender from their awards that has happened here in the United States already MTV um De, I think it, I guess it would be called degendered their awards uh, at the MTV VMAs and also the awards at don't the,
0: identify right, as male or female. Well,
1: they they don't gender the awards. so they don't they, you know best male artist, best female artist. They say best artist, um, and they have different categories for um, uh, you know different kinds of music, different genres, or whatever. And the Brit Awards kind of announced that they're considering doing this um, and and taking the gender out of awards. Then. He went. Uh, Piers Morgan goes on this rant saying that this is probably because of Sam Smith. And mind you, the Brit Awards never even mentioned Sam Smith. Um, and then he says, "I'll tell you what will happen. Women will suffer eventually. I suspect what will happen is male performers will end up winning all of the awards. The whole point of having the gender categories is to make it fair and equal. Now we're going to we're going the other way, and that apparently is progress. I think it's a load of nonsense. The idea that you have changed the entire award categories because of one person who decides one day to wake up and." See say i'm non-binary it's nonsense and it's like sam smith is not the only person who identifies as non-binary first of all um there are plenty of people who are who don't you know feel like they fit on either end of the spectrum of gender and the idea that like sam smith is the catalyst to this entire award system changing is ridiculous
0: yeah no i mean he's he's painting it as you know, people coming out as non-binary is sort of like messing up the system and making it more inconvenient for other people, which is BS. The one thing that I will say is that I I worry about women getting a little shafted, but I don't know if that's going to be true or not. Yeah. Like that's something that you just have to hope will not happen uh, because you know there is a part of like oh this is the best actress like yeah. you're like I know that a woman is going to win this award yeah. and there are a lot of women that have been shafted in the past when those categories aren't there for them so that's something that it's like I would be interested in seeing statistically if it go if it is degendered.
1: How, it, how work out. it will work out? Yeah, I, I have to be honest. Like, I don't know if it's the right answer. Um, when MTV did it, I thought, oh, that's interesting. I don't know how. I don't know what the unintended consequences of that are. And I guess we will kind of see as the years go on.
0: Yeah, I don't um, know what the answer is either. Yeah, I just think it's. I,
1: I appreciate that these different, um, these different places are are being considerate to different communities and and trying to see how they can empower all people. So I think that part of it is great. But I, I like I said, I don't know what the right answer is. Uh, we'll take a quick break. I,
0: I think but oh. ranting about it and getting angry and saying how it's inconvenient. Probably not so the answer. That's probably, that one's <laughs> not the answer. We can rule that one out.
1: We can rule that one out. We're going to be ruling in some of the headlines of the day. News It or Lose It's coming up next.
2: Drop the subject. We'll be right back. The new Channel Q. Drop the subject. The new Channel Q.
4: Drop the subject presents...
1: News it or lose it.
4: Oh.
0: there's a mystery unfolding with the mystery Oreos. We'll get to that later.
1: I don't know what has happened in the studio. Uh, I'm Poppy shocked. Rodriguez, I know you're listening. Where are our cookies? I'm
0: disgusted. I'm shocked. And appalled. I'm mystified. But but we have to move on. Yes. We will ag- address this later. I need time to sit with it. <laughs> uh, it is. National re- what What is it again Just, uh, Jared it's, Voter registration uh, day? Voter, voter registration day I was like It's national register To vote day Yes <laughs> Almost that um, So In celebration You get to vote right now oh, Are you registered I see
1: what you did there I I did register um, For the for the Oreo Yesterday Does that count
0: <laughs> Sure I don't think so uh, In these rules That we're making up As we speak Yes that counts
1: Speaking of which We do have someone Coming up on the show A little bit later To talk to us About national Reg- Voter registration day But Yes go
0: on. No in, in all seriousness <laughs> I'm okay. ready Headline number one. Today in Celebrity Birthdays, the Labradoodle turns 30. Here's what the guy who invented them has to say.
1: A hard pass.
0: <laughs> Headline...
1: <laughs> <laughs> Emmy's like, the machine's not
0: working. Headline number two. Will Smith and Jada Pinkett Smith stage an intervention with their son, Jaden.
1: Oh, that sounds interesting.
0: Okay. Headline number three. Indiana couple arrested for abandoning child say the child was actually an adult trying to kill them.
1: Oh, I have to know more about that. That sounds like a forensic file's looking to happen.
0: Yeah, or just like a great Vera Farmiga... (laughs)
1: Mini-series? Yeah, Yeah.
0: mini-series. All right, uh, headline number four, Wisconsin inmate confesses to infamous making a murderer slaying.
1: Oh, I saw this headline, but I didn't read it, yes.
0: Yeah, it...
1: That series was crazy.
0: And then finally, headline number five, 12 crazy good gel eyeliners. Are you serious? Yes.
1: (laughs) Uh, Just because it's so not me or you, (laughs) news it. Neither one of us will have any idea what we're talking about. We're just going to literally read that. That's a good reason to stick around. Yep. Yes.
0: Drop (laughs) the subject right back in a minute. Drop the subject. We'll be
2: right back. The new Channel Q. Drop the subject. The new Channel Q.
1: Drop the subject is back. I love that song um i heard the song on the radio like in an uber one day and i like shazammed it and it you
0: Shazam?
1: Oh yeah. You all still the time. Shazam? Absolutely.
0: Shazam's the best, man. Shazam
1: has gotten so much better than it used to be. Like sometimes I hate when an app comes out and then like they change it and they change it and they change it and it gets terrible. Do you remember Bump, the app that was like you could if you didn't have your uh, business card, you could bump your yes. phone to someone else's and then they would give you your card. Then they added like Twitter and then Instagram and then Facebook and there was all this other crap and I was like, I just want to be able to bump my business card. I don't need all this other crap and You're I You're like now it. I just
0: bumped a Candy Crush invite to you and Exactly, don't know what's going on. and I just
1: dropped a D pick, and I didn't even realize it. <laughs> um, but like Shazam has improved and gotten better and better and better. It's really, wow. Really dope Who now. knew?
0: I got to go to the app store and download Shazam. It's so good. I've been asking Siri, and oh, she sh- does it. Yeah, she does it. But she's also not super dependable, especially if there's a Bluetooth situation. Siri's she's like, about, I can't hear anything right now, and I'm uh, yeah. like, dude,
1: shut Siri's up. about as undependable <laughs> as, as AI gets. Um, anyhow, sorry, anyhow, we yeah. really went off on a tangent there. And it's time for um.
0: New, oh, new. Well, well it's, it's time for news that are losing. Oh, okay. I was gonna bring up the Oreos again.
1: Oh, <laughs> oh. You know, what? stop the music. I mean, stop the music. Yes, we've got to address the I Oreos. I really
0: think that we should talk
1: about this. We should talk about these Oreos.
0: Ginger Justin, he knows he says he knows the story, but now he's left the room. Now, Emmy, do you know what's going on with the mystery Oreos? Because this is an Oreo. We bought the mystery flavor Oreos yesterday. We tried them on the air. We gave our votes as to what we think the mystery flavor is. Uh, Emmy changed her vote to Mister, to uh, Cinnamon Dunkaroos. Jarrett went Teddy Graham. We, there was a whole discussion, right? So we, we decided to leave the oreos in the studio for the next show to try right right i mean let's go there must have tried them so sheer and ryan probably had a taste vanessa their producer probably had a taste and then you were here last night for love line i was and what happened then and um you know being the kind soul that i am i
5: offered oreos to to everyone in the room but now they're gone
0: now they're the the mystery oreos have disappeared
1: now it's a mystery where the mystery oreos are
0: yes So where do I vote for this?
1: I I don't know. I feel like this is a travesty. This is an injustice. Um, I feel like we have to stand up and fight.
0: Well, we have to retrace our. We have to figure out, were they in the studio this morning during the morning beat? We have to talk to Jay and Michaela. This is when Drop the Subject needs to be on the case. You
1: know, I'm going to, you know what? Later on in the show, we're going to call Jay. 'Cause it's I know he listens. Mystery. Jay's listening in the gym. We're gonna call him live on the air okay. and we're gonna find out what happened to these these damned Oreos.
0: And I'm gonna start interviewing people and this there's gonna be interrogations. There's an Things impeachment gonna...
1: investigation on the way.
0: Yeah, and you know what? Toot toot. I'm blowing
1: the whistle. All right. Fine. You know, we're gonna we're gonna move on because I know that we are supposed to be doing something here. It's time for News It or lose it. Thank but you. I'm pissed. I am too. <laughs>
0: Who s- takes a whole pack of Oreos? Drop
1: the subject presents... No, you drop the subject. <laughs> News it
0: We will not. Passive aggressive. <laughs> announcer.
1: Who are you to tell us what we're doing, sir? <laughs>
0: <laughs> Who are you to tell us the name of our show, jerk? All right. Get out of here. Let's talk about Jada Pinkett Smith and Will Smith and what they revealed about their son, Jaden. I guess they had to stage an intervention for their son. And, you know, when we were uh, during our commercial break... Uh, Or during the song break, rather, Ginger Justin said, hmm, you know what? I think this might be clickbait. And I let you be the judge, Jarrett. Okay. They uh, talked to Jaden and said that they had to talk to him about his health, saying that his veganism is making him look malnourished and they were scared for him. Oh, so, I don't think this is really clickbait.
1: I think that's a real intervention, I think this yeah. is like
0: a real Yikes. thing. They said he had dark circles under his eyes. There was even a little grayness to his skin, and we all got really nervous. And this was in uh, the, the season two premiere of their Facebook Watch series, very popular series, Red Table Talk. And the episode also brought to the table the couple's daughter, Willow, uh, the older son, Trey, and their grandmother, Adrian, who discussed healthy eating habits and diet uh, and dieting. And uh, Jaden said, I was eating like two meals a day and, and sometimes maybe one, maybe just that one big meal. And then I'm like, oh, you know what? I didn't get around to it. And he says, I, went to, I was not doing good. This was right before Coachella. And I wasn't doing good. I wasn't feeling good. I wasn't sleeping. And Willow said, it scared me. I was about to hop on a plane to Australia. Yikes. And Jada admitted that the whole family has had times, has at times been concerned about the appearance about appearance over health. She says we all have issues with food in this family.
1: Interesting. Huh. I will tell you, Red Table Talk, if you're not watching it, it's really good. It's like the, the modern talk show, like what what the Oprah show kind of was. What like uh, they have like really interesting conversations on there, and sometimes they're within the family. Like it's well, yeah. three generations of, of women there, yeah. and like I I don't know. Like, I guess this sounds like a real thing for Jaden. Jaden's not like a. He's always been like a pretty slim guy. So him being on any kind of like heavy duty diet, I could see that having a, a real effect on him. Okay. Uh, so well,
2: point meat eaters.
1: Yes. Um. I wonder if he eats mystery Oreos.
2: Drop the subject. We'll be right back. The new Channel Q. Drop the subject. The new Channel Q.
1: Hello. Uh, Is this Poppy Rodriguez? This is the one and only. Okay, so as you know, there's a mystery Oreo situation happening on this show. We had mystery Oreos. We had them on the show yesterday. We tasted them. We registered. We voted for what we thought it was. We came back into the studio today, and they're gone. You were the people that were here before us. What happened? So... I have just a couple questions. Okay. One, did you check
4: the drawers that are behind the Channel Q sign? Okay, checking. I'm uh,
1: checking. Ali's gonna go check those. What's the second question?
4: The second question would be, um, did uh, you? So you're saying you left them out. You're the last show. Doctor Chris Donahue here.
1: Uh oh. Does
4: have a sweet tooth.
1: The lo- Dr., Dr. Chris, who hosts Loveline every night here in the studio, does have a sweet tooth and he's vegan. So that could definitely he be.
4: Left, he left before me. Emmy did?
1: Yes. He left before Emmy. Okay. But Jeff so was here the latest, their producer.
0: Okay.
4: So I think you may have to go with Jeff right?
0: I have checked the drawer and all I found was a bunch of CDs that say sound effects on them and a phone book.
4: Well, yeah, I was going to guess it was Dr. Chris and then drag him because they were donuts left out once and unnamed, and he was mad when people ate them.
1: Um, Okay, you know what? I'm going to get Dr. Chris on the phone. We've got to figure out what's going on. We have a full-scale investigation.
4: I I mean, I guess it can't be. Now I'm thinking it's Jeffrey.
0: Okay, but so they were definitely not in the studio this morning when you and Michaela arrived?
4: no, because when when we arrived, I remember your trailer, and that's why we're going to have you do this spicy like beef jerky, and I was hungry for Oreos, but they were not there.
0: Okay, okay. So you would have eaten a mystery Oreo had they been in here, but the mystery was already on we I certainly
4: would have sent you three warning checks. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> we appreciate that. Jay,
2: thank you for your time.
4: Okay. You're welcome. Bye.
1: Bye.
2: Drop the subject. We'll be right back. The new Channel Q. Drop The Subject. The new channel Q.
1: Welcome back to Drop The Subject. We are working on getting to the bottom of this whole mystery Oreo situation, but we're still in News It. Um, You know, the boss is away, so if we drag News It out a little bit, we probably won't get into too much trouble. Um, okay, Allie, what's your next story?
0: Okay. So this Indiana couple that was arrested for abandoning uh, their child now says that the child was actually an adult who was trying to kill them. I, so I,
1: this It doesn't even get any better than that headline. This is
0: either a crazy horror movie plot line, or this is just the most creative excuse for child abandonment I've ever heard in my
1: life. Sometimes stories come up, and I'm so jealous of the reporter. <laughs> <laughs> this is one of those.
0: So, according to some court documents that were filed earlier this month, these people... Oh, uh, gay, gay, or Oh. Were
1: you we doing this gay, gay, cray-cray stuff?
0: Um, yeah. The, they adopted a Ukrainian-born girl with, uh, and in 2010, and they abandoned her in 2013 oh. when they moved to Canada. And they're accused of abandonment, but they're saying that this <laughs> Ukrainian-born girl was actually a woman with dwarfism.
1: Oh, my God. I'm sorry. I mean, wow. <laughs> that, I didn't see that twist coming. Sorry.
0: <laughs> yep. That's correct. Christine and Michael Barnett. I'm going to say,
1: this definitely sounds like straight people. Yeah. Like, gay people have go through way too much to get a kid.
0: Yeah, they wouldn't abandon if they had to go through all of that right, to right. adopt in the first place. So, they are being accused of changing their adopted girl's age from 8 to 22 before what? they moved. And then they and that they told the girl to tell other people that she just looked young for her age. So for some reason, I mean, hey, if you're saying that somebody's younger so that they can get a discount, like, you know, when you go to the movies or something, you're like, just say that you're eight instead of 12. I get that. But when you're lying about being 22, when you're really eight, that's strange. But now they're saying that, no, she actually was an adult and that she's been trying to kill them this whole time.
1: Uh, Okay. so now I don't know what to believe. How old do we think she actually is?
0: Let's see. It says.
1: Because I'm thinking to myself, I was going to say, what I'm thinking to myself is if this is an adult who is faking as a child to get adopted, wow. But if this is a child that they're aging up, oh my God. Let's see. Uh,. I'm also thinking to myself, like I think I've that this couple's just this lying. Person. I've got to Be- find this person.
0: Well, it says that the Chris- Christine, the wife, told the uh, the Daily Mail that there were signs that their new daughter wasn't actually a young girl. She had a sophisticated vocabulary. She shunned other children, and she uh, had her menstrual cycle. Well, was she in third grade or not? Like, I mean,
1: you know what I'm saying? I know. Like, P- like producer, a doctor
0: could really answer these questions. I mean, very quickly. Well,
1: like, even if you if you if it's dwarfism or something like that, you can tell if it's an adult like a producer I mean I need you to get on this you, you've got to find her because I don't know what's going on here
6: this sounds exactly like that movie the orphan yes it that's is like a hundred percent not to, what not it to is. give too
0: many spoilers but yeah it's an adult who's a crazy lady and she pretends to be a little girl and she haunts the family and tries to kill them oh and god, it was with Vera Farmiga I've got you you to see this she's trying to haul at the dad though yeah that's right she's <laughs> hauling at the dad oh my god I don't think this girl would holler at this dad though he's gross he's like
3: Florida gross I just saw Brad Williams in the the parking lot I want to see if he's available for the Lifetime movie?
2: Yes, I do! You know
3: what? Get out of here.
2: Get away! Drop the subject. We'll be right back. The new Channel Q. Drop the subject. The new Channel Q.
1: So, News It or Lose It is really, really spiraling out of control here. So glad that the boss is away because it's... It's really just getting crazy. So, Allie has this story of this couple who adopts a, a child. Turns out they believe that the child's actually an adult who has dwarfism. Then, Allie goes into the commercial break and finds out that there are more details about this story. Then, Justin comes in from the, the company kitchen where he's like, Brad Williams is out there. Yeah! And we've gotta bring him in to talk about this story because he's clearly gonna do the movie. <laughs> Brad. Brad! Williams joins us right now.
0: How yeah! How are you,
7: buddy? Hi! It's- you guys do a story about dwarfism And you disappear. We're like Beetlejuice. You just (laughs) say dwarf three times, one pops in. This is so random because this
1: is not planned, and you just happen to be in the hallway while we were talking about this story. And I'm a whore for attention. (laughs)
6: That's
7: true. So let's do
6: it. So, Allie, what else you got?
0: Okay, so here, just to to set the scene for you, Brad. Okay. According to court documents, this couple, Christine and Michael, very happy couple, they Mm -hmm. adopted a little girl from the Ukraine. Very, very happy. This was in 2010. Then three years later, they abandoned her in Lafayette. <laughs> they said, forget this girl. Three people. Okay. And they're being accused of abandoning their child, but now they're saying she was not a child. She was actually a Ukrainian-born girl with dwarfism who was much older than she said she was, mm-hmm. and she was sending us death threats.
1: Which, okay, let's stop right there for a moment. Yeah. <laughs> if, it, if it's an adult, you recognize an adult who has dwarfism. Like It's not like, oh, you look like you're seven, yeah. you're 25.
7: Now, uh, okay. So so let me drop a little insight into this. Uh, okay. First of all, this uh, sounds like something, a game that you and I used to play, Allie, which is called uh, What Drug Were They On? Yeah. Uh, name that nar- <laughs>
0: narcotic. I, yeah. I remember.
7: Yeah. Na- uh, name that narcotic. So... Here's the thing. Now, I have had an experience before where I was 12 years old and I was I was at a function where I saw an, a a female little person and I started hitting on her and she started hitting on me <laughs> and then we kissed and then it was great and I was like 12 and I was like, "Oh my god, this is and then it turns out she was 32. Oh. <laughs> And okay. she thought that I was older. Gotcha. And when oh, no. the, She found out the look of horror on her face is like I'm pretty sure I just made statutory. This just uh, took
1: another turn. Yes. My God.
7: Okay. So now we didn't do anything that was illegal. Right. So we're fine there. So yet, at yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't lose my virginity until I was 20. Thanks for bringing that up, a yeah. hole. Uh, so sorry. Uh, wow. So I'm gonna go. you were
0: so, still able to sue her though, right?
7: you were still able to sue her. <laughs> <it though, right? laughs> uh, I, I, I me too. The crap. <laughs> No, so here's the thing. Yes, ages can be a little in flux if you have if you have dwarfism and like you. So you can't always tell right, right. off the bat. But child versus adult. Mm, okay, there you but know, but like they adopted this kid. Yeah. Okay, so you know what I mean, yeah. the thing is, you're, you're either true. thinking
0: that this couple is crazy and that they're making stuff up to try and get out of these charges, but then sure. they said that they took the girl to a state-run psych- psychiatric unit to get help, and mm. during treatment, the girl allegedly confessed to being much older and said she wanted to kill her family. Oh, she got a they got a doctor's report saying that the daughter is actually an adult. The letter says that the girl has made a career of perpetuating her age facility. <sighs> facade, and that she continued to fool those who have the best intentions. She's also accused of ramming the wife into an
1: electric fence. What? Uh, Where's that video? I mean, (laughs) mean, we need this
7: movie. Uh, Okay, here's the question. Because there's a very easy way to solve this entire conundrum to see if they're lying or telling the truth. Where's the girl? Exactly. What the hell is she? That's what I said. You we talk need talk to, to get her on the show. I because if you talk to the girl, you go, oh wow. Because I've definitely seen some little people that that, like I said, can pass for younger. Yeah. Um so but and like when they when they adopted her, did they think they were getting a two year old? Like what is right. she passing? Right. Like well, I think they thought they she were getting eight. an
0: eight year old girl. Okay, and
7: well, she was. It, but Brad, okay, so there, there are some primordial dwarfs uh, that can definitely pass for way younger. That's a type of dwarfism. I have a type of dwarfism called achondroplasia. So if if she has achondroplasia. No, she's not passing. There's okay. there's no possible way. We look more or less our age. How old are you? Uh, I'm 35. How, pe- how old do people think you are? 35. Okay. Like, uh, <laughs> I am going to say, like... I've, that's I'm on, also like, a comedian, so I live hard. So, like, yeah. eat, like I'm <laughs> you a You don't dwarf. have a kid's voice. Yeah, like, who uh, yeah. Who looks your age. Yeah, I'm not on the air like, okay, <laughs> yeah. I'm to Like, okay, <laughs> yeah. I'm not doing that. So, and I, and I have the beard, so that helps. Now, so,
0: you wouldn't be able to do what this lady's doing?
7: Maybe if I shaved... The beard, I could pass for like 22. And raise your voice. But that's it. Okay, they're they're waving
1: at us because we're already over time.
0: Quickly, Brad, do you regret that you never tried this when you were younger?
7: I did to try to buy beer like, when I was like 15. So I did Only pull. the
0: important things. Yeah,
7: I did pull something like that, and I may have gotten into a strip club that's located on Ball uh, in Anaheim when Very I was specific. 16. So Brad, that's
1: Anaheim. That. Brad, before yeah. you go, tell yeah. people what, what you have coming up next where that, you can, that people can find you. Yeah,
7: uh, just go to bradwilliamscomedy.com. You can see all my tour dates. If I'm not in your town, wait three months. I will be there. You can follow me on Twitter <laughs> at funnybrad or on Instagram at bradwilliamscomic. And might I just say, first of all, thank you for having me me. Brad, also, I am you. reunited with Allie, and I love Allie, and she's amazing. I love you. Also, awesome. I just met you, so I'm, I'm learning am We're, we're you. getting there. We're yeah. getting there. Drop getting the Subject
1: her. returns right after this.
2: Drop the Subject. The new Channel Q.
1: So... Uh if our boss was in town and not on vacation, he'd be like, are you still in News It or Lose It? Yep, it's going on a little long. little, little, little long. A little long. Took some turns here, but yes, we are still in News It or Lose It.
0: Hey, you know, Jared, this is where we make these choices together, we and did. we chose to go down that path, and I'm glad that we made that choice. We're
1: going to have to own it, and yeah. I do. I do, because I feel like we've had some strong situations here. I have a lot to live up to for my News It or Lose It, to be honest. <laughs> Uh,
0: <laughs> well, we gotta hope somebody that completely <laughs> exactly. directly relates to the story is sitting in the company kitchen. I'm waiting. gonna have
1: to pull someone in. So um, okay. commentary. So you got two stories that we gotta get through. I have.
0: do. Yeah, we have not a lot of time, so I'll get through it quickly. There's not a lot to fall fo- to corroborate this, so I'll be quick, but. There might be some kind of a twist ending to this whole Making a Murderer saga. We all know it was a series that Such everyone was show. freaking out about. Oh I was glued to my TV screen when the first one came out. And then when the second one came out, I...
1: Oh, I never watched the second one, though.
0: The second one is good. At okay. first, I'm like, man, this is getting a little dry. But okay. then they they start introducing another person who's a possible suspect. And you're like, okay, now this is like taking a different turn. Now, there's a guy who is in jail in Wisconsin, or in prison rather, in Wisconsin, who has confessed to the murder. But they don't know if this is real or not. They have not confirmed the legitimacy of the confession. But the inmate confessed to murdering, uh, I believe it's Terry Hallback. Is that her name? I think Let that's something see. like that, yeah. Hallback. Yeah. Uh, and he. Uh, during a taped interview, he he uh, confessed to this, which is now reportedly in the hands of Wisconsin authorities. So they are investigating to figure out if there's any kind of legitimacy to this. Sometimes prisoners will admit to things that they didn't do in order to get some kind of a bargain or something like that. And it would be like if all of the if two installments of this show came out before you were finally oh like, God. oh yeah, by the way, I killed somebody. I killed that girl that everyone's been talking about. That's crazy. Uh, would be. And I think this person is already in jail for life for a different murder. Uh, yes, he's already in prison for a separate slaying, reportedly confessed to the killing of photographer, oh, Teresa Halbach in 2005. So, and I didn't know that there was yet another show coming out called convicting a murderer and it will look at the famous case through the eyes of the prosecutors instead of the defense
1: lord they're gonna milk that thing for all oh, it's worth Oh,
0: yep and it's expected to be released in 2020 i think that uh, making a murderer is the true crime version of the fast and the furious
1: <laughs> oh no please don't like there's that. gonna
0: be spin-offs it's gonna be crazy
1: yikes okay
0: okay and then finally, because you asked for it, this is you decided to news this, 12 this is a self-inflicted wound. of the best gel eyeliners that'll stay on, quote, all damn day, Which according is, to Cosmopolitan. I mean, it's such
1: a problem. You know? It's
0: it's a big problem. If I wore eyeliner,
1: I would be worried about this. As someone who wears it every never, uh, I, I just know it's a big deal. So,
0: Well, here we go. Quickly, Marc Jacobs Beauty Highlight. Uh, High gel eye crayon eye, I can't even read these <laughs> like I don't even know these are all just buzzwords
1: Is the word crayon in there? I don't know It's like uh, a cranberry?
0: NARS eye paint
1: that's another one Ooh that sounds like it would work for men Eye paint Yeah In a
0: giant paint can Exactly it Says NARS Revlon color stay eyeliner pencil
1: Oh I'm familiar with that's her That's your best
0: drugstore purchase
3: Color
1: stay
0: <laughs> Best gentle eyeliner is Tarte sex kitten Uh, best skinny gel eyeliner is hourglass mechanical eyeliner maybelline new york maybelline eye studio lasting drama gel eyeliner
1: maybe she's born with it (laughs) wander
0: beauty side liner automatic gel eyeliner
1: we're gonna keep going through this list and trying to figure out what we're talking about we'll be right back
2: drop the subject we'll be right back the new channel q Drop the subject The
0: new Channel Q We have breaking news to share Trump related and Oreo related
1: What would you like to do first? I, uh, the Oreos first We gotta get into that <laughs> Obviously I mean the most important thing Let's
0: let's deal with this Because apparently the mystery has been solved
1: well, Allegedly Ginger Justin says he knows what happened Ginger Justin, spill it
3: So I was here late last night Overworking. Or
0: were you? Sorry. <laughs> overworking, <laughs> like we talked cup. about earlier.
3: If that's your real name! <laughs> it's not my real name. Oh, fair right, enough, it's not. it's not your name. It's a radio bit. As you Okay. So what happened to the Dane cookie? So I was here late last night as Love Line was ending.
1: Uh-huh. Uh-huh.
3: And Jeffrey. I knew it. <gasps> dun dun dun. Their board op slash producer was in here finishing up Loveline-related activities. Oh,
1: maybe we hit the music too early. Go on.
3: And he said, would you like the last Oreo? <gasps> bum, bum. Oh, there we go.
0: The last Oreo?
3: There were two left. What? In the package. Okay.
0: So somebody just binge ate all uh, like well, there was, multiple uh, sleeves. There, there
1: were uh, probably half a dozen people <laughs> through the studio between us being here and that. So. Still,
0: there's ah, a yeah, that's I a guess, lot yeah. of Oreos to down. I mean. I, that's like I, ten I, Oreos per person. I,
3: no, like it's a not. Sleeve per show. There's
1: like there's like maybe twenty five or thirty Oreos. I I don't know if I've been through a sleeve by myself or not, but oh. that's not what we're discussing. It's um, not. So it's not. Um, so you think that Jeffrey from Love Line took them?
3: I don't know if he ate all of them,
1: but he finished them.
3: Do you know? You definitely,
1: how- you definitely teased this like you had more info.
3: Okay. No, I said it was a small update. Okay. But also, Emmy was here during Love Line. Did you notice anyone eating Oreos? Was uh, it you? No.
0: I what did? you I <gasps> mean <There gasps> the was like tables a, have turned. A lot though left. So there like, were I l- held it last night. Na- well, I mean, obviously. I'm not food shaming anyone. You can eat as many Oreos as you want. Thank you. But there was a lot left. Okay. Whoa. <laughs> There right. were a lot left at Loveline after every other <laughs> show had already come and gone. And then there were two. And then there were two. So someone by themselves ate that many Oreos in a short love, short amount of time.
1: I love that we have someone waiting on the line from Vote.org yeah. about National Voter okay, Registration I'm sorry. Day. And, and she's like, what are they talking yeah. about? It's a big deal, Kamari. It's a big deal.
3: Well, I and, think it was Let's Go There.
1: You think it was?
3: Yeah. Because Emmy said there was nobody while she was there, and then by the time Love Line was over... There was just two. Okay.
1: All right. Well, we're we're going to call Shira and Ryan because we've got to get to the bottom of this. Okay.
0: I think drop the subject and all of the shows on Channel Q need to register to vote on this
1: issue. And to be clear, though, if we find out that it was let's go there, we will begin impeachment inquiries because <laughs> um, we cannot stand for that. Um, today is National Voter Registration it Day. Here, <laughs> it, is, so. it is a gay
0: majority house in here. It
1: is a gay majority house. It is National Voter Registration Day. And uh, I wanted to talk to someone from vote.org about what that means and so So on our phone right now, we have Kamari Guthrie. How's it going, Kamari? Hi, Jared. How are you? Pretty well. Um, So explain, what is National Voter Registration Day, and why is it important?
5: So National Voter Registration Day is a national holiday just celebrating our democracy. So it started seven years ago, and it's grown ever since with volunteer support. And truly, the goal is just to make sure that the millions of Americans who are not registered to vote get the opportunity to stop, take two minutes, and register. It is so important. You wouldn't believe how many people miss the registration deadline.
0: Now, I have been given, uh, what I saw today on Facebook was a suggestion right at the top of my scroll that said, hey, Allie, it's National Registration Day. You, you know, Here's how you can sign up. What's your area code? It helps you figure out the process from the beginning. Are there more companies now in different organizations that are making it easier so that you're actually getting a pop-up and it's allowing you to take those two minutes for yourself.
5: Certainly. And if you are somebody who gets text messages, like anybody who lives in the world in 2019, you probably have gotten at least one. Vote.org has been texting folks and so many other volunteer organizations have been reaching out and texting folks in addition to Facebook and other tech platforms sort of popping up and letting people know. So this is an all hands on deck sort of um, operation on National Voter Registration Day because
1: it's just that critical. So uh, explain to me, because you said that a lot of people miss the deadline, so I think when people hear that, they're like, well, what deadline's coming up? This is for the primaries, I'm guessing, right?
5: Yes. And, you know, there's a lot of, there's primaries coming up, there's general elections coming up. As we know, in Kentucky, Louisiana, and Mississippi, there are some key races coming up this November. So it's not just the primaries. And I think it's important that we educate people to check your registration, make sure you're registered every year, because there's no such thing as an off-cycle year. There's always something that you need to be paying attention to.
1: And also in Georgia last year, and the 2018 election, we saw all those people who were being purged from the rolls, and that had a, a significant impact on the, the voting. in, in that Georgia election that Stacey Abrams was a part of. So um, anything else that people should know about vote.org and the things that you guys have coming up?
5: The only other thing people should know is just to check their registration. One other thing I want to point out is that, you know, voting is a habit. So for people who aren't quite 18, we actually launched a new tool at vote.org backslash pledge. And you can pledge that you're going to register as soon as you turn 18, and we will send you those text messages on your birthday. Oh, that's
1: awesome. Oh, how fun. So where do people go for yeah. that?
0: So Freak Starbucks coffee and this?
1: <laughs> <What>? <laughs>
0: Go ahead.
5: Vote.org backslash pledge. We are not giving away Oreos, though. And I want to <laughs> call out that there's nothing wrong with eating 10 Oreos in one sitting. Okay. Thank you, kamar I Thank still you, think it was more
1: than 10. Thank you for standing in solidarity with me. I'm in community. <laughs> yeah.
0: Wait, I do have one last question. Does your voting registration expire? Because I already registered for the last one. Do Mm. I need to do it again? I know this seems like maybe
5: a dumb question, but I think a lot of people don't know. And it it varies state to state. It won't expire, but if you don't engage in the political process, I think that's when you can find yourself being one of those names that gets purged from the rolls. Another thing is if you move, if you change your name. Um, some life changes can get your registration uh, to a place where it has to be renewed. So think about all those things and take the 30 seconds to check your registration. At Vote. Yeah, just to make sure.
1: All right. So go to, go to vote.org to get more information on how you can get registered. Uh, thank you so much, Kamari. I really appreciate it.
5: Awesome. Have a good one, guys.
1: All right. So CNN has this this voter registration quiz. And I was like, some of these in- these questions are interesting. What percentage of the voting age population voted in the 2018 midterm election? 53 or 32. Oh, God, I hope it's not 32. You want to say 53? Yeah. That's correct. Okay, thank God. I know. It was, I was it's like, like, 32? Jesus, right? Which <laughs> constitutional amendment ensured women the right to vote, the 9th or the 19th? Uh, 19th. It is the 19th. That's correct. And then lastly, election day is the first Tuesday after November 1st. The date was set to encourage what group of people to vote, teachers or farmers? This is a long oh, time ago. God.
0: I'm going to say farmers.
1: Farmers is correct. Historically, voting on a Tuesday allowed more rural people enough time to travel into town. And early November is far enough away for both the harvest and harsh winter weather to avoid interfering with big agricultural obligations. Wow, I'm a genius. You are. <laughs> we'll be right back.
2: Drop the subject. We'll be right back. The new Channel queue. Drop the subject The new Channel Q.
1: One of our faves is here. Every week, Dr. Jen gives us a call and chats with us about different things that we need to know about our love, our relationships, our sex lives, all that kind of stuff. And, uh, Dr. Jen, I'm really excited about this one. Can we jump right in? Absolutely. Let's go for it. All right. So we've got this letter from uh, one of your InStyle articles. Um, The headline says, what five questions you must agree on for your relationship to last and i love this the question in this letter it says i get that we all have to be flexible in a relationship but are there some things that we should not negotiate on i'm not talking about deal breaker bad behavior but bigger issue stuff how do you know when someone is really never going to be the right choice for long term
8: and, and i think that it it's such a great question because we all kind of tend to know what the deal breakers are in the right flag. Sometimes we choose to ignore them, but we tend to know what those are. But there are certain things that become a little more questionable, like, wow, should I give this important thing up to my, for myself? You know, one of those, I, I say that there are five things that we shouldn't compromise on. The first is monogamy, that if both partners don't want the same thing, then it's just not a good match. Mm -hmm. That you don't want to be talking your partner into being monogamous or talking them into an open relationship or some variation of it. That that's something that, it's one thing if you have a partner that's like, you know, I'm open to it. I've never done it. Let's try it. But another thing, if someone says monogamy is really important to me and you say, you know what? An open relationship is really important to me. That's not compatible.
0: What if you Um, start off in a monogamous relationship and then all of a sudden they change their mind? Is that, I mean, those deal breakers may come later on, right?
8: Absolutely. And sometimes it's a sad, unfortunate fact. You know, I, I once had a client who's spouse said, you know what, we've been monogamous for all these years and now I like an open relationship. And she said, yeah, no, thanks. I'm not up for that. And it ended the marriage.
0: Yeah. And then there could be other situations
8: where the other person's
0: not monogamous and you don't know. And that's called cheating. Yes. And and that's one of those deal breakers.
8: <laughs> yes, absolutely. That, that's a little more clear cut. You know, the other thing is marriage. If marriage is important to one of you, it's not something you should give up. That in my clinical experience, when one person gives that up, they end up feeling so resentful in the end that it leaks out in the relationship in unhealthy ways.
1: So, Dr. Jen, this is interesting to me because I have always said, like, whether or not I get married will be heavily dependent on, like, the person I'm dating. Because I'm not, like... I'm not totally invested in the idea of marriage, but I'm not against it. So if I'm with, if I'm with mm-hmm. someone that really wants to get married and and I believe that it's something that could work, I would be down. Is that that's a different thing though, right?
8: Totally different thing. I mean, you, you, that's not going to be a deal breaker for you. If, if you felt strongly one way or the other, and you're with someone who felt the opposite way, then it would be a deal breaker. But it sounds like it's not something that holds a lot of significance for you. Mm-hmm. the uh, The other thing that no one should give up on when it comes to compromise is kids. If having a child is important to you and it is not important to the person you're dating, it's not a match. It's one thing if you have children with someone and then you're debating a second child or a third, that's negotiable. But to deny someone who wants the experience of parenthood, to deny them that experience, that's, heavy a burden for anyone to carry and and if you really want kids or you really don't want kids you don't want to be talked into it and you don't want to be talked out of it because that's the kind of resentment that comes back later to bite you in the in the butt so
1: that's curious also that's i'm curious also about this because we're on an lgbtq station obviously like having kids requires a yeah. little bit more uh, thought and attention um is, does that change at all like with a sliding scale of age or does it change because i know for myself like i think i want kids but i'm not really sure and i'm i I always say kids feels like it's five years away from me beginning like a really good relationship. Um, so like that just continues yeah. to get further and further away. Um, is that something that changes over time? Uh, like the the debate about children.
8: I think the reality changes, as you're kind of saying. Like the closer you get to it, and the more of a reality it is, then it becomes kind of. Sometimes it's like, oh, I definitely want that, but. Well, a few more years. Well, a few more years. But most of the same-sex couples I see in my practice, this is an issue that's on the table. It wasn't... 20 years ago when i was early in my practice most same sex couples weren't talking about that mm. but now most of the same sex couples that i'm talking to are talking about i want to be a parent do you want to adopt do you want to use a surrogate what what is the road do you want to have kids at all that this is a same sex couple issue without doubt that i see constantly
0: so what happens when uh, i mean if you both decide, okay, we're going to have kids, but one of them's like a little hesitant, and then later on they're like, oh, I never really wanted kids, that's probably pretty hard on the kid. It probably translates to a hardship on the kid as well, to have that feeling and to know that, that both parents weren't
8: necessarily completely on board with it. Well, look, there's a difference between I know I don't want kids, I know I want kids, let me talk you into having kids, oh, we had a kid, wow, I really resent you, versus... I'm kind of on the fence. I could go either way. Well, I know I want kids. That's important to me. Hey, I'm going into this relationship knowing that if I'm with you, I'm going to have kids and then doing it and being resentful. And look, sometimes people get resentful regardless of the circumstance or the gender because they have kids and sometimes that those first few years can be particularly exhausting and people can look at each other and be like, what have we done? Like, I didn't really want this that bad anyway, but that's different. That's different than, someone feeling like they were talked into doing something that they really didn't want to do and now it's a lifetime commitment.
0: Yeah, that uh, all of what you just said kind of terrifies me. Um, but you know what yeah, is definitely a deal breaker for me is meeting somebody who doesn't want a cat and that's why Katie and I are happily yeah. married. Um, Dr. Jen, we're yeah. going to take a break and we will be back because there are two more points that we need to to, uh, to highlight here in the relationship deal breakers. This is Drop the Subject. We'll be back in a moment with Dr. Jen. Drop the Subject be right back.
2: The new Channel Q. Drop the subject. The new Channel Q.
1: Okay, so Dr. Jen, we were just talking to you about the five things that you should be looking out for in your relationships that really you just should not compromise on. We got through the first three, which were monogamy, marriage, and kids. But these last two, I feel like, are pretty important as well. Uh, number four is They're core, heavy. Yeah, yeah, they are. Number four is core values. Talk to us about that.
8: Yeah core values are what defines and guides your life and your behaviors. It, it is, you know, you don't want to be with someone who really asks you to compromise in this way. And, and what is a core value for you is up to you. For some people, it may be religion. For some people, it may be politics. For some people, it may be voting habits. It, it's, it depends on who you are, and what's important to you. And there are people for whom that is a deal breaker. And it should be, you know, and I think I I gave the example recently of like the vegan who gets set up on a date with a hunter. That's not going to be a match. Yeah. Whereas someone who's more middle of the road, that, that could be a match. But if there's something that is a core value of yours and the other person really vehemently disagrees, then it's not going to be a match. And I have to tell you, I see more and more people early on dates Talking about their political beliefs and ending things <laughs> very quickly mm. because they're an opposite. They have opposite views, and um, you know I hear that a lot now.
0: Yeah, I mean, just think about somebody who's a, a, a CrossFit person and they're dating someone from Orange Theory. It's What's like, what do you have? It's you know. like, what do you have in common? You have nothing to talk about. You got to say goodbye.
1: <laughs> exactly. What? So exactly. Talk to us about the fifth point that you have here, Doctor Jen.
8: And and the last is is character. And and look, people can improve their communication. They can become more insightful. They can learn new behaviors, but you can't teach someone character. And that is a very core issue. And if the person you are with is morally and ethically very different than you, that is really not going to work. And that's something that we tend to discover a little further down the line because at the beginning we're in that honeymoon stage, you like pizza, I like pizza, oh, my God, we're perfect, we're the same, oh, my God, everything, we're so much alike. But once you get to know your partner and once you go down the road, if you see that they're someone that, you know, is – Ethically, very different than you. It's it's not going to work.
0: Yeah, I mean, I, I definitely know a couple that was married for a long time, and then it was like one per, one member of the marriage just complete his character completely changed, and she was like, "I've yeah. been trying to make this work, and he's just a completely different person, and he wants to commit to that new person." And so, when you even if you start out as characters that are compatible, that can change over time, you know, as you for live sure. your lives, grow together or yeah. apart yeah um, without without a doubt yeah well thank you dr jen and dr jen uh you're at dr jen man on all social media platforms two ends in jen two ends in man and you have your weekly column and in style definitely want to check that out and you can also pick up her book the relationship fix uh, which i am making my way through and uh, i encourage you to do so as well dr jen always a pleasure you too thank you Drop the subject. We'll
2: be right back. The new Channel Q. Drop the subject. The new Channel Q.
1: All right, we've got a bit of breaking news. Um, While we've been on the show today, uh, I've been seeing headlines uh, popping up in the push alerts. Um, And so I want to kind of update you all on what's happening. Um, Number one, Nancy Pelosi is going to be announcing a formal impeachment inquiry, which we have been kind of waiting for. Yeah, no, I don't know, since maybe April, uh, since the Mueller report, but now... Or since
0: 2016. Well,
1: you know, really, I mean, if we really want to get into it. Um, uh,
0: I think she's announcing it at around two.
1: Yeah, the, everyone's kind of standing by for this one because uh, this Ukraine situation that's been developing, we were talking about the whistleblower and um, how that's kind of, you know, been really outrageous with the, the Ukraine. And we, earlier in the show, we talked about how um, there was an admission that $400 million in military aid had been kind of withheld from Ukraine until... Donald Trump was able to talk to the leader and sway him to, uh, you know, help him with his political opponent of Joe Biden. Um, he's admitted to that. Donald Trump then came out and said he was going to release the transcripts transcripts of that call. Um, and then now we're seeing that, that Nancy Pelosi is going to be announcing an impeachment inquiry. Trump says that he's going to release this transcript. We don't know what's going to be in that, but he's already admitted to doing this. So I don't know what... We're expecting to find in that. Well,
0: and you know, you and I were chatting a little bit about this off the air. What, how do we? how do we trust that that what the transcript is being released is the actual transcript I mean wouldn't anyone be able to just write anything and be like here's a Google Doc this is
1: it absolutely I mean we're in a time where our trust in anything that comes out of the White House is beneath the floorboards right Right. like the bar is very low Um, and and I mean if Kellyanne Conway is the person that you know is going to come out with this or or the White House press secretary who we've not seen in a press conference in months and months I don't know how we're supposed to trust it so so
0: now here's my question there are how many people in the house of representatives upwards of 400 435 so then why i'm seeing right here on cnn uh everyone is very angry and there's a a chyron and a crawl and all kinds of things and then there's the number of house democrats that are backing the impeachment inquiry and the number currently sits at 160 yes why is that number so low why would a hundred percent of democrats not be um, in support of this
1: so to be fair I do think when we looked at this earlier I want to say the number was 150 or somewhere in there so it's it seems like it's gradually going up um, I, what I would expect and this is just really from my from you know my own observation not really from any insider knowledge but I would expect that a lot of people are like okay what information do we have because a lot of this is in speculation and whistleblower and you know reporting from this and all that kind of stuff and so I think a lot of people are probably going to want to see what was in that call right. now that he's kind of admitted to to it. It makes it a little bit more difficult to walk back. Um, but it all, also this has been less than 24 hours that we've had this information from the Washington Post story. I see. So, um, so this is just
0: 160 people that are like, yeah, I was down for this from the beginning. <laughs> exactly. So, right. I've been waiting for this. Well, yes just because a lot, of, yes. a
1: lot of people, I want to say there was 140 ish maybe this rep- morning Democrats. Well, before this even happened oh, okay. um, from the Mueller inquiries and all those kinds of things, it was 100 and something. So um, uh, I, I can't remember exactly how many, but there are 235 Democrats in the House, 198 Republicans, and then there's uh, one vacancy and one uh, independent. So they've got to be able to get, you know, a majority of, uh, the, ho- of the House, the house um, of, of their 235 to be able to have a, you know, a significant vote to be able to, to pass this. So it's a big deal that this is happening right now. Um, this is a moment that is going uh, to live in history. What's really going to be you know, up in the air is what happens in the Senate, Um, what's going to come of this uh, eventually. This is the beginning of an impeachment, impeachment inquiry, not an impeachment vote. So like an inquiry means we need to dig into this, figure out what's going on, what happened, and then vote on whether or not to impeach him and send it to the Senate. That is still going to be a ways away.
0: And you know what the biggest bummer is, is that if Elizabeth Warren is trending ahead in the polls, he did all this for really no reason.
1: (laughs) What do you mean?
0: Like he was doing it all to investigate Biden.
1: Oh, well, exactly. Right. So then it's
0: like, <laughs> if Warren yeah, yeah. wins the primary, then he's like, damn it, get no, Ukraine you back on the phone. You're
1: absolutely right. Yeah. Uh, Elizabeth Warren is, is leading in Iowa and is doing really well across the country. Joe Biden might not be the candidate. And it would not surprise <laughs> right, me that so. he goes down for something like this. And Joe Biden doesn't even become sure the sure he has a team
2: that's digging <laughs> for Warren.
1: <laughs> News It or Lose It's coming up next.
2: Drop the subject. We'll be right back. with The new Channel Q. Drop the subject. The new channel
1: Q. Drop
4: the subject presents news it or lose it.
1: There's a lot going on here in the studio. Uh, We're still trying to get to the bottom of this mystery Oreo mystery, uh, figuring out where they went. Um, Maybe they went to the Ukraine. We're still trying to pull in people. I'm trying to get Ryan on because I think they could have gone to the Ukraine via Ryan. I don't know how that would work, but um, we've got to get into news it or lose it because you know that's what we do around here. Yep. All right, so story number one—if
0: it's a dwarf story, the story, <laughs> God. it
1: couldn't be possibly that good, right? Uh, okay, what people with big boobs want you to
0: know—that oh, their back hurts. Sure.
1: <laughs> um, okay, uh, this is considered one of the healthiest personality traits.
0: Oh, sure.
1: Scientists say they've discovered a lost continent, but it's not sitting at the bottom of the ocean.
0: Oh, okay, sure.
1: What's the top grossing mobile game right now? Mm. You might be surprised. It's Candy Crush. Lose it. It's not Candy Crush. (laughs) It's not.
0: I'm losing it. Will you tell me quickly?
1: Uh, no no you don't get to you well, don't deserve it all right. po- it's pokemon go uh,
0: oh damn it i should have
1: right i thought that game went out of style like a long
3: time ago no it's no still it came back one. now
0: there's the harry potter version
3: of pokemon no but go. pokemon go not harry potter version but pokemon go those are two different games
0: oh. yeah but the, the harry potter one was like a pokemon go harry potter
3: but not Pokemon. I think Pokemon Go is still the top one, even though. Oh, Harry even Potter... though the
0: Harry Potter one. Yeah. Oh, okay.
3: minus the Harry Potter version. And I think Emmy still plays Pokemon yeah.
0: Go. Really? And minus yeah. all the people that died playing Pokemon Go.
1: Jeez <laughs> waste, always... Right? Go. Okay. The dictionary.com word of the day, we haven't done this in a while, is outre. <laughs> okay. O U T R E. Outre.
0: Très intéressant. <laughs>
1: I see what you did there. All right, what people with big boobs want you to know. This is considered the healthiest personality trait. Scientists have discovered a lost continent and (laughs) utre. Oh,
2: that's good. Utre. Drop the subject. We'll be right back. The new channel Q. Drop the subject. The new channel Q.
1: All right, welcome back to Drop the Subject. We are just getting ready to start. News it or lose it. Drop The Subject Presents News It or Lose It
0: So I know what my wife likes to tell me about having big boobs but what does the internet say?
1: Well apparently um, they talk to uh, this comes from HuffPost Wellness and uh, the headline says what people with big boobs want you to know 22 women share what they love what they hate and what they wish everyone understood about living with large breasts I can't
0: believe there's not a HuffPost uh, boob voices category. <laughs> boob
1: voices. You know how I, there
0: was like women's voices, black voices, yeah, black gay voices, voices yeah. gay voices. Boop, big boob voices.
1: Um this is interesting though cuz kind of hearing each of these, these uh these headlines that they have within the article uh you, you You kind of feel for some of these folks. Um, She says, one of the women says, "Um, sometimes I think people only see my triple D's. She says, my absolute number one complaint is that I don't feel like my breasts belong to me, that I have less control over my body because of them. At 20, I uncomfortably laughed along with the crowd when a comedian did a bit about me and my large chest. At 26, my boyfriend regularly grabs at my breasts and I occasionally feel like that's the only reason he's dating me. Sometimes I think people only see my triple D's. Well, yikes!
0: if a guy had triple Ds, it'd be something to look at, too.
1: Well, if he's got a triple D. Never mind. Um,
0: <laughs> I feel like all you're dating me for is the fact that I have th- three Ds. Exactly.
1: I have this triple D situation. Um, it, one says, my breasts are both my best asset and my worst, depending on the day I'm having. Which, I could get that. Like, some days you want to mm-hmm. play it up, and some days you just don't want want to be seen.
0: I mean, it's. I know that my wife hates them. Yeah. she just does not like having a big chest and she she is, is like she when she talks to other people they'll be like no it's so great like you have this you know your your breasts are so big they're nice they're you know voluptuous and blah 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 and she's like ugh no i yeah. don't want them to be there i wish i could just like get a breast reduction or like
1: you know whoosh. I think the first time I ever even thought about this was um, on the show that, on a show that I love called Living Single. Uh, Regine goes and gets a, a, a breast reduction, and she talks about back pain and yeah. all these different things, and how. Um, but then after she gets the reduction, she feels like a different person as well, and so she's like mm. having to adjust after that. And I know a lot of women deal with that with mastectomies and um, with breast cancer. So well,
0: and I know some women do it after they have kids too. Yeah because yeah. you're I think they like triple in size or something once you have kids
1: yeah um, one well one is actually related to that it says I'm currently a Jacob and I'm still nursing a I have J- such a- a J yeah and she says I'm uh, I'm still nursing I have such a hard time breastfeeding um, she said uh, initially because the positions the lactation nurses advise don't really work for women who are above a double D or triple D cup she says I have completely abandoned button shirts as they always pop buying bras is like buying luxury items because they're uh, except this is a necessity but they're really expensive yeah. you're like holding your own boobs
0: yes because it hurts to think about painful breastfeeding that sucks yeah. and to think that yeah when you have those those pumps. I mean, those little cylinders. Yeah. they're only so big. And yeah. when you have a J cup, I would imagine you're using like drum cymbal yeah. size. I they mean, they need big. to be huge.
1: She said, "One of them says when I, when we're having a conversation, you should look at my face." Oh. Uh, like, yeah, eyes up here. Um, yeah last one is uh, I like having big boobs because I'm lacking in the booty department I always think about Wendy Williams with this she always talks about she, oh, has, yeah. she got breast implants a long time ago mm-hmm. and she said if I knew if I wasn't going to be on TV I probably wouldn't have gotten them so big but she's like she turns to the side and says I'm like a capital <laughs> letter she? P and she's like <laughs> it's, you know.
0: well she got her start in radio
1: yeah and she did that for so long and she's like you know I, I was in radio so it was fun to sit there with us. but like now it's like
0: y- I would not think wow I'm in radio I should definitely get breast implants I mean, to each or
1: Well, there you go. Um, Okay, the dictionary.com word of the day is outre. It's an adjective spelled O-U-T-R-E. The E has the little accent over it. Guesses.
0: See, all I can think of is someone saying like, ooh, très bien. Ooh, très physique. Ooh, so that's all I can think of. You should give me the answer because
1: I know that's not correct. Um, I, you're not. Or someone named wrong. Trey
0: and being like, ooh, ooh, Trey.
1: More like, ooh, Trey. Trey. Um, okay, this one is actually passing the bounds of what is usual and considered pro- proper, unconventional or bizarre. A, a kind uh, You know, I hate these descriptions, like when they use them in a sentence. Mm. A kind of growing horror of outre and morbid cast seems to possess Ooh. him.
0: What does that even mean? I don't know, but that song How Bizarre would have been a lot different if it was... Outre? How outre. How outre. How outre.
1: I, I don't know that song.
0: You don't know that song, How Bizarre? Sorry. Ginger Justin, do you know what I'm talking about? How bizarre how bizarre you know that song
1: and now i know it even less
0: wow okay
1: how bizarre how bizarre
0: yeah we'll have to find it okay um all right we must take a break but there are more news that are losing stories ahead we also have a new update in the oreo cookie scandal at uh, channel q so lots more still to come we i don't even know if we're gonna have time for just the tip tuesday we're running out of time there's so much left so don't go anywhere you're listening to drop the subject
2: drop the subject we'll be right back the new channel q Drop the subject.
1: The new channel Q. Okay, so Dr. Chris, we have to get you on the phone because there's a situation happening in the studio. We're pretty upset about it, We're trying to figure out what's going on. Did you happen to notice Mystery Oreos sitting in the studio last night for Loveline?
4: <laughs> well, if you happen to go on my IG story, there's oh. a lot of evidence. Wait. Uh,
0: okay, wait. You're, you're breaking up. How many Mystery Oreos did you eat, Dr. Chris? Be honest.
4: Is this Detective Alley?
0: Yes, I have a cap and everything, and a monocle.
4: <laughs> um, you know, listen, I not to implicate myself, but I can confirm about one Oreo.
0: Okay, only honor about one Oreo.
4: Uh, one, maybe 1.25.
0: Okay, so they are no longer here. And apparently at the end of Loveline or the last person who left the studio last night, which was Ginger Justin, he said there were only two Oreos Allie, left.
1: Investigator Allie, let me stop you right here. They're literally on his Insta story. He, him and producer Jeffrey are eating these Oreos on Insta story. This, this, oh is, a, this is the God. biggest development in this, this- story all day. <laughs> This
4: is video. Well, and and some, wait, one of them Dr. There's not Chris. What's
1: happening in the news apparently? <laughs> Dr. Chris, Dr. Chris. one of them you have a photo of the bag and it says all up in me which not going to touch that. Um, I, I, this is a scandal. I tend to be dramatic.
0: Okay. I, just 1.25 1. Oreos that are all up in you, it,
1: seems. It seems like it's probably more than one and a all quarter. Right. We're going to probably... Listen, go- this is a larger
4: issue because Danny Trejo sent a box of donuts to Love Live.
1: I heard about this.
4: But they never made it through the morning show, magically.
0: Yep.
1: Yeah. Oh, the disrespect.
0: There is some it's kind disrespect of... disrespect is deep. An overnight demon eating every snack food <laughs> in this studio. And we're going to figure this out, Dr. Chris, for the sake of our Oreos and your donuts
1: nancy pelosi's thank announcing an, impi- an impeachment inquiry i just might have to be announcing one here <laughs> at channel q exactly. as well i can't confirm or deny
0: dr chris thank Always you all the
1: important stuff you
0: absolutely <laughs> uh, we appreciate your time we know you're a busy man we we, we have a lot more information thanks to you <laughs>
1: all right you guys have a good day <laughs> bye dr chris bye you can catch dr chris on love every night here on channel q from seven to nine pacific time that's 10 till midnight uh eastern we'll be right back
2: Drop the subject. We'll be right back. The new channel Q. Drop the subject. The new channel Q. Uh.
5: policemen shades of 69 How Utre.
1: Okay, so to be clear, I do know this song.
5: Great.
3: I figured. I
1: did not realize that's what this song was called, but I do know. Uh, It's rather bizarre. Um, Okay, so uh, we're still trying to figure out what's going on with these mystery Oreos. Uh, I've called Ryan to see if he's going to be in here because... I didn't tell him exactly why, but I told him that he needs to come in the studio because we need to talk to
0: him. Oh, so this is like a Jerry Springer type thing where we're not going to tell him. Oh, it's until definitely he gets an here. ambush,
1: for sure. <laughs> we're
0: just going to throw a bunch of
3: chairs. Abso-
1: absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> Unless I, I he's mean, listening now. Well, uh, well, like, there's that. I was going to say it's definitely Jerry Springer. We had a, a little person in here earlier.
3: <laughs> we're searching for mystery
1: Oreos. We're like arguing and fighting about cookies. Like this is definitely Jerry.
0: Someone order a paternity test now.
1: Okay, exactly. So, um, all right. So, so, uh... <laughs> There's
0: a little person in here. This
1: is like Jerry Springer. This is Jerry Springer. I mean, like, I don't know how more, how much more... Uh, a little person after a story about a little person trying to kill their parents I mean, because they were lying about their age. I mean, this is... Doesn't get much better than This that. is freaking crazy. Okay. So, uh, this story was really interesting. A lost continent has been found under Europe. Where I told you under? that there were, Under Europe. Right. So uh, when I when I pitched the story into the news or lose it, it was like they found a continent. Um, It says researchers have discovered a hidden continent on Earth, but it's not Atlantis. They found it while reconstructing the evolution of Mediterranean regions, complex geology, which rises with mountain ranges and dips with seas from Spain to Iran. It says the continent is called Greater Adria, A-D-R-I-A, which sounds like it should have been in the baby name draft.
0: Yeah, no, Adria? definitely. Greater Adria. It
1: says it's the size of Greenland and it broke off from North Africa only to be buried under Southern Europe about 140 million years ago. <gasps> Chances are you've been there without even knowing it. So it talks about how like, you uh, have you heard of the phenomenon of Pangea? Yeah. When all of the continents spread were together. Out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So they say like this is a part of north Northern Africa that like when all of the... It
0: drifted off and then it yeah. went underneath
1: all the, the other continents. continent. Yeah.
0: Wow. That's fascinating. So someone could be European or under European. Or,
1: I... I've, I'm under European. I'm I'm, I'm under European North African Adrian. I don't know what that means. But, uh, but (laughs) yeah, it's it's greater Adria, greater Adria, A D R I A Adria.
0: Okay. It's a weird word. Cool. I mean, that's something that it would be nice to know on your ancestry or your 23 and me or whatever that you're part
1: Adrian. I, I guess I, yeah, that's wild. It says, um, without realizing it, vast numbers of tourists spend their holiday each year on the lost continent of greater. Adria, um, and this this study came out last month, so that's pretty interesting. Who um, was
0: diving to find? a continent underneath europe well so do you just stumble upon that while you're snorkeling well they
1: were saying that they were studying the tectonic plates and the mountain ranges and you can see how things move over the course of time Uh and so as they were studying the mountain ranges and all that kind of stuff they noticed i guess how things had moved or whatever
0: there's someone who's like that just might be an island under this place yeah
1: seemingly um so interesting okay uh really i think we should move there take Greater Adria.
0: Yeah, like I think we're eventually gonna run out of space, and we're gonna have... have
1: to go under, live underwater. I don't think they have Wi Fi. <laughs> I'm no. pretty sure. It's Waterfy. Um lastly, why being highly conscientious is one of the healthiest personality traits? It says um, apparently all the the big five personality traits, they say conscientiousness is the most healthy personality trait that you can have. What does it mean to be conscientious? It means that you are uh, highly thoughtful and you are measured and take your time. Um, they say that it is one of the best traits that you can have for yourself to be able to succeed in life. You're
0: able to measure things and lifestyle, so then you're able to measure your food and you're able to measure your workouts and you can keep tabs on yourself.
1: Conscientiousness, according to Wikipedia, implies uh, a desire to do a task well and to take obligations to others seriously. Conscientious people tend to be efficient and organized as opposed to easygoing and disorderly. They exhibit, I don't know if that's a good thing, (laughs) they they exhibit a tendency to show self They might know someone who's
2: not conscientious. Well, there you
1: go. Exactly. Uh, More drop the subject right after this
2: drop the subject we'll be right back the new channel q drop the subject the new channel q in
1: support of National Coming Out Day and the one-year anniversary of Channel Q, we are flying you and a friend out to the home of Channel Q, Los Angeles, California, for a weekend getaway. We'll take you out in West Hollywood for happy hour at the world-famous Abbey. We'll put you up in an amazing hotel, and we're going to be giving you two tickets to LA's biggest event of the year. We Can Survive. That concert's going to be at the Hollywood Bowl. You do not want to miss out on that. It's Taylor Swift, Lizzo, the Jonas Brothers, Camilo Cabello, and so many others. <laughs> celebrate, celebrate Channel Q's coming out and National Coming Out Day in L.A. Go to WeAreChannelQ.com for more information on how you can win and come hang out with us here in L.A. If you're already in L.A., we can make it work. Don't don't worry about it. But it's going to be a lot of fun.
0: Hey, it's still fun to stay in a hotel even if you live in the city. I that love you're that, going. actually. Yeah, like a staycation at a hotel yeah. in your town that you live. Absolutely. Pretty amazing.
1: Okay, so... All day, we've been trying to figure out just what the hell happened. Um, yesterday Ryan is in the studio and he keeps hitting the Ryan bell. Ryan
0: can only talk in bells. Because you can't Because you, I it's haven't introduced you time. yet, yeah. So
1: I haven't introduced you yet, that's, that's un- intentional. So um, all day, we've been trying to figure out what happened. You might remember yesterday on the show, we tried the mystery Oreos and we submitted our guess for what we thought it was. We came back into the studio today and about 20, 30 minutes in, I think Allie said, Where are the mystery Oreos?
0: (laughs) Yeah, and now the mystery has begun and spiraled Mm. out of control because... There are no more, and we don't know. It's because you ate them. How many did you eat well, when you came we, in here? We, we've this done a is full body shaming. For, for
6: <laughs> First of all, for they people that are a one big person. For, well, to be on fair, Channel to Q, be clear, and, thiccums, and y'all gonna ask me about we, the Warriors?
1: We've done a full investigation all show long. Mm-hmm. We've talked to Poppy Rodriguez from the Morning Show. We talked to uh, Dr. Dr. Chris, Chris from Loveline. All skinny people. You're the only other show
6: <laughs> that skinny is people.
1: all the only other show that's not represented yet is Let's Go There with Sheeran Ryan, which comes on here a little bit later. Um, if Sarah so
0: had been here, we would have asked her. You are here. This is not about know. your body shaming. I don't, I don't know.
1: Um, I But can't Ryan, that. you came in and you were like, "Oh, where are the mystery Oreos?" I was like, "We'll talk about that." You had a mystery yeah. Oreo yesterday. I
6: did have two mystery Oreos. Oh, see, earlier you said one. Now I, you're I, saying two. I, but I wanted to, you know, tell you the truth.
1: Okay, so we're putting you on on trial yes. here. Okay. You had in just the course of four By minutes. By the way, the mystery is
6: Teddy Grahams.
1: Put it out there. You think it's Teddy Grahams? We said that. It's we, Teddy, we Teddy Grahams
0: or Graham's regular honey made
1: graham crackers yeah. and then emmy says she thinks it's the cinnamon dunkaroos what i think that i think she could be right you I know those know. are like the little graham cracker teddy i don't really people's t- taste buds <laughs> you know what
6: i love if, you i'm just saying
0: <laughs> i know like, tastes like dunkaroos
1: <laughs> he said like, white people taste Allie. differently yeah um okay so when you came in, you said you had one. And now that we're on the air, you said you had two. Now I don't know what to believe about you, Mr. See, Trump. See, I'm,
6: I'm giving you a moment. I'm trying to be like O.J. Simpson here.
1: Oh. How many? Okay, if so the you... The
6: Oreo sh- case doesn't fit.
1: You must have quit. I guess. Okay.
6: You <laughs> must buy another pack. I don't really, really. know what that <laughs> Okay, means, so <laughs> I will say, this is what happened. We saw them sitting here. Mm-hmm. And um, I did have a couple. Vanessa had one. Mm-hmm. And then Shira figured out that Oreos were gluten-free. And they're vegan. And they're, they're vegan. vegan. They're like they're the they're most everything. universal dessert. And so I don't know how many Shira had, but when Shira eats, it's like watching, I don't know, barracudas like, take over something. Really? Oh, so, so
1: you're saying Shira's to blame for this.
6: I, you know, I, if there was a bus that I hear in the background, you never know that I would throw her under <laughs> Just putting that out there.
0: Alright, so then we the next suspect in the case is Shira because so we've got to Dr. Chris said yeah. he had 1.25 average. Mind Oreos.
6: you, he's on Insta Story eating he, wait, eating them. And I do I do want to tell you this. We actually, because I said in the middle of our show, not on air, but I said in the middle of our show, I said, hey, we cannot eat these because Allie and Jared are doing something. And so we put them back there on our little case back oh. in the back. And so once we left, they were back there, not sure where they went. See, this afterwards. is a new piece of the development in the story.
0: That's something that a liar would say. I will say. (laughs) Wow. I even said to everyone, well, no, because Jared and Allie need more of the Oreos. I vote that we put them
6: away. I'm a good person. What I don't
1: want to happen is they're all gone by tomorrow. I need Oreo
6: reform. (laughs) <laughs> so someone changed Speaking of which, what's coming up later on on Let's Go There? Um, okay, so to be honest, I really don't know. Uh, we're talking You're talk- about the whistleblower.
1: You guys have the Greta Thunberg speech that we yes. didn't have time for today. Oh, well, That's
6: we right. played it. We played it yesterday on yesterday's show, but we're talking about Fox News um, and how they had someone on air mm. call, the, uh, call Greta a mentally ill uh, Swedish child. Yikes. And so we're uh, we're dragging that and we're dragging uh, Laura Ingram. Um, you should, so you it's you should drag fun. Laura Ingram it's every day really really day. fun. Well,
0: I hope you have enough energy to get through it without the mystery oreos cuz there aren't any more. So, can we get back to the body shaming?
6: <laughs> you know what? <laughs> I just want to call it out. All right,
0: more
2: body shaming up next <laughs> on Drop the Subject. Drop the subject. We'll be right back with the new Channel Q. Drop the subject. The new Channel Q.
1: What? A day.
2: That was a that was a doozy.
1: This was a doozy. If you are just tuning in, you, you probably should take a nap and then listen. We We, had a lot today.
0: We did. And we highly recommend if you missed any of it to check out the podcast, drop the subject wherever you find your podcasts. And I would even recommend listening to the Oreo cookie portion of yesterday's show, just so you're all caught up on how we attained the Oreos in the first place and how this saga has unfolded in the 24 hours since and uh, of course, you can write and subscribe while you're yes.
1: There. Um, please leave a leave a review, let us know what you think about the show. Um, but I believe Apple only requests five star reviews nowadays, so you can't do anything less. Than I that. did hear that as well, yeah. That's what I heard. I don't know if it's true. Um, I think it's time that we uh land this plane with a happy ending. um a lot has happened today, even outside of our show. As we speak, we are moments away from Nancy Pelosi announcing an impeachment inquiry, which I mean, I mean that's happy ending. I was enough. gonna say if that's not a silver lining, I don't know what is. Huh? Um, but Ginger Justin, let's start off with you. What was your happy ending?
3: Sure someone betrayed us by eating our mystery Oreos, and we may never know who dunked it in the act of self care. But it gave us another mystery to solve. So it's the gift that keeps on giving.
0: Okay. Oh, yeah. I see what you're doing Very did there. nice. Allison? Uh, mine is also Oreo cookie related. Okay. Yes, someone ate all of our Oreos, and it's very sad because we want to be eating them right now. But we have learned a few things about ourselves mm. in the process. Number one, we're not conscientious. <laughs> Number two, we are probably Outre, and we oh. would eat Outre of cookies
1: oh. if it were here right now. I, I see what you did there. That's it. That's it? Okay. Good work. <laughs> um, I think this is the first time ever we've had three happy endings that were all about the same thing. Really? Because mine, are, mine is as well. Okay. Well, we may have forgotten to read the promo every hour about our awesome flyaway event, bringing <laughs> listeners to LA for Channel Q's anniversary and National Coming Out Day. More information at wearechannelq.com. Very nice. But no other show has ever cross promoted every other show on the network,
0: the albeit in accusations. That's true, under di- dire circumstances, but still, that no is. No one's some
1: ever done it like we did today.
0: Damn good cross promotion. Yes. Well said, Jarrett. <laughs> All right. Well, we have. Uh, well, there's a couple things we missed today. We did not get to just the tip Tuesday, which is things that people still ask their mom. A lot of interesting stats about that, which we should get to tomorrow. We
1: didn't get to Greta Thunberg's amazing speech yes, at the UN. We did not we get to play that. a clip of that. That tomorrow,
0: uh, Greta Thunberg is who I'm going to be for Halloween. I think. Oh, <laughs>
1: I don't that know. could that could really go left. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> that could really.
0: Uh, that yeah, that could go south. Uh, or Brad Williams
1: could play Greta. Brad Williams was here just randomly, like in we the randomly hallways Randomly had a great guest. While we were talking about little people, that was that was gold. Yeah. Thank you, Universe. Thank you, Universe.
0: And uh, the GMA tomorrow, and a new game that we're going to play, Real or Fake Technology, because there are apps for everything, but there's also robots for everything, seemingly. So we will give you some real or fake robots. You have to guess which one is which. So we'll see you tomorrow for that.
1: Have a great day. On the, ne- on the next drop the subject On the next show it's hard to keep up with all the new technology coming out these days They
0: say there's an app for everything but now there's a robot
1: for everything So we'll be playing a new game where we have to guess if the robot is real or if it's something we made up
0: And to officially announce the game we've hired a robot Go ahead robot tune
2: in for a very fun game called Robot or No Bot with Sally and Cherub No Oh
1: well, that was disappointing
2: Shut the duck up Okay Hey Drop the subject 12 to 2 Pacific 3 to 5 Eastern On the new Channel Q